Wait, wait, I have a cold open. What? Um, ha- wait, has your uncle ever force-fed you mayonnaise at the family reunion barbecues? Yeah, but not my mouth. For season one, episodes five, <laughs> six, and seven. <laughs> Let's hit it. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Tea Time with Titans, uh, an Attack on Titan rewatch podcast. Uh, I am your host or one of your hosts, Sullivan Harris, also known as the Schnoz Titan. My goddamn uh, dog is barking. Shut the fuck up. That's a good intro. Today I'm going to be <laughs> drinking my uh, one of the best teas, which is coffee, because it is currently 7.30 p.m. and I've just had the longest day of my life and I'm going to try to stay awake for this episode. Wait, do we want to see each other? Oh, shit. Yeah, I'll turn my webcam on. Uh, Hi, guys. Hi. Hi, I'm Ben Mannix, also known as the beard tits and ass titan, <laughs> and I am drinking jasmine green tea. I'm Brian, known as uh, the, I don't know what Titan I am. I I really have no idea. And I forgot T again this time. (laughs) (laughs) Did you forget or are you just succumbing to the fact that you don't even understand how to make tea? A little of both. What if I I just came in with like a giant Arizona can? Is that tea? That's, I guess. I mean, that'd be closer than... Drinking nothing at all. That's closer than what I have. Hey guys, Chris Rowe here. Yeah, hey, who's that over here? Is that our first special guest? Oh my god, am I a special guest? You're special. Special <laughs> guest? You right. From Minecraft? I uh, I need a Titan name. Should I just be the Ginge Titan? No, that's uh, that's too lowbrow. We oh. need something a bit more highbrow here. Uh, What's the vibe of the show? The Toes Titan. So my gimmick is I have no, that's really fucking... No, when she comes on. Fuck, dude. I can't be the ass Titan. No, because Ben is the tits and ass Titan. Yeah. I got both. Got you both. God damn. <sighs> Man, the, there's... <laughs> I'm the first special guest uh. and early. the Titan names are pretty fucking dry. Uh... <laughs> How are you all liking this episode? Is this a good episode so far? <laughs> no. This is different than what I expected, but like also the same as what I expected. Um, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to the audience. Okay. <laughs> Hi, audience. Thank you for listening. Uh, is my audio bad? I should probably turn it down a little bit. Uh, can I be the spoon titan? What does that even mean? Oh, wait, no. What do you mean the spoon titan? Like I have a the big spoon. spoon or the little spoon? Yeah, like yeah, that's what I went to. That's where my brain first went. <laughs> like, uh, he's Chris Rowe. Chris, you I haven't see. been on the show yet. No, hello. Uh, so we've got a couple questions for you. Yes. Number one, uh, did you watch the show from the beginning? Or did you just watch the couple episodes we will be covering today? Uh, so I... Or I guess a more reasonable first question would be, uh, how many times have you seen the show? Because it definitely isn't your first time. No. Uh, so I have watched through the show... 
one, seasons one to two, like at least four times. I've just gone back and watched random episodes on like a whim. I'm like, you know what? I want to see this event. You know what? I'm thinking of this one and I'll just watch it randomly. But yeah, mm-hmm. I've seen the show quite a few times. I, I've gone through it and there's a lot to extrapolate. Like as shows go, it's not like you watch it once and you're like, all right, that's all I can get. Mm-hmm. There's like so much little fucking little tidbits. You can <laughs> find. A lot of little fucking which is why you're going to be joining us in the spoiler section at the end, which yes. is uh, specifically oh just to talk about all oh, that junk. And I'd like to clarify, I am also a manga boy. Uh, I have, I have, oh yeah, I watched a, a new, season- a newly accomplished manga boy. Yeah. So I watched season three. I finished season three, and I was like, "Fuck, I have to know what happens." So I just read the entire manga in like two days, and I did not sleep. <laughs> Cause I just, fucking, it was literally two days. I just it consumed a tag on Titan. <laughs> <laughs> and so are you going to be watching along with the whole series with us? Fuck uh, yeah, or do you just watch these two episodes? <gasps> I, I watched three episodes. Yeah. I watched the three episodes and I was like, I want to watch more. So I just continued to watch. Cause I want to, and did you watch the sub or did you watch the dub? Uh, I have watched the sub my entire life. I did. Uh, when the dub was being done, it was like released on Toonami, I believe, and like they'd release an episode like was every it? week. Yeah, so like like I t- the TV channel, yeah, or like the block, of yeah. TV? What, so what? What's Toonami? Adult cartoons, Brian. You're not allowed to watch those yet. So, <laughs> but yeah, today we're gonna be covering episodes five, uh, the first battle, episode six, the world the girl saw, and episode. Seven, the tiniest of blades, which I think was also titled "Tiny Blades" um, in the translation of the opening, which is kind of Wait, strange. Had two different episodes? names on that one. Oh no! <laughs> five, five, six, and seven. Oh fuck! I didn't watch seven. I thought we were just doing two at a time. Uh oh! Oh god damn it! <laughs> um, I guess we will be talking about episodes five and six. <laughs> <laughs> well. Okay. And then the I'm impo- so fucking th- bad at this. Okay. Oh so, my god. I'm trying to think of uh, what happens in that last one. Did you not? Did you not watch it either? No, I watched it, but I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think I know what happened. Break okay. for a half hour. <laughs> Brian, go watch it. <laughs> um. I guess. I guess Brian. Brian, watch uh, it on we'll, two we'll times dis- speed. We'll discuss episode seven. Uh. We'll send you out before the spoiler session, and then we'll have to do a little touch base with you at the beginning of next week's episode. Okay, I'll uh, watch. I'll watch episode seven on my own. Yeah, time. you better. Yeah, um, yeah. Or we could just we could. I mean, hey, we're not strict on rules here at Tea Time with Titans, so maybe we'll just cover the two episodes. What do you guys think? <gasps> um. Uh, the problem. We already got the schedule out. You're right. Let's stick to the schedule. We'll just kick Brian out, um, and we'll hit him with the shame stick. So okay. episode five, uh, which shame is titled Titan. "The First Battle" in English. Um, so we just came off of our sick training montage, uh, the two episodes worth of training montages, um, and this episode just goes straight into the action. So we left off last week with the Colossal Titan showing up uh, right outside the wall. And Aaron is like, hell yeah, I'm going to take this guy down. Uh, I've been waiting for this my whole life. And it's been four years. It's been four years. 
And we we just go straight into the action. Uh, Aaron just, no plan, no strategy, just starts flying around this thing and starts attacking it. Titans. Yeah, and is unsuccessful. So uh, if I'm remembering correctly, he flies around it a bit, is trying to uh, go for the neck. He's stopped by the steam. um, And then once the steam dissipates, uh, it's just gone. The Colossal Titan has just completely disappeared. Just like, as Aaron points out, what happened when he first showed up and attacked four years ago. Uh, So now there's a hole in the wall. The Titans are able to come through and they start the evacuation of Trost, the Trost district. There is, there's really something very interesting about how they show how different the Colossal Titan is. You know, like with every other Titan we see, they're all stumbling around, smiling Mm -hmm. like a dope. But the Colossal Titan, it appears, first of all, it appears and disappears, unlike any other Titan we've seen. Right. Um, and it looks, I really think there's something powerful about the moment where the Colossal Titan's like watching Aaron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you can see there's something different in its eyes that they're really trying to show you. Yeah. And he's so still and like his eyes seem alive. Like he doesn't look completely dead in the brain. Yeah. He looks like he's maybe got some thought. Aaron even points that out. He says, oh my God, he's got intelligence because the exactly. Colossal Titan mm. goes for the Oh cannons. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Colossal Titan knocks the cannons off the top of the wall. I'm sorry, I'm eating pizza. I'm breaking the number one rule of podcasting. <laughs> this isn't team time. You're eating pizza. right into the microphone. Pizza I'm sorry. Pizza. <laughs> uh, but Trust starts evacuating. And what I think is a fun little detail that they point out. Oh, I guess they point this out later. Never mind. Trust starts evacuating. And something I noticed in these evacuation shots, there's like a lot of huge group shots with like huge crowds. And every single one of the background characters looks so unique. Like, there there aren't really ones that look plain. Like, they all look like they could be characters in their own right. <laughs> like, yeah. a lot of them look even more interesting than the main characters. That's Which gives it more personality. It gives the whole show more mm-hmm. personality. I love to see that, like, like, how much dedication was put even just into the background characters. Yeah. And they're not, like, stock people. With like yeah, right. Shaved all like, faces. I feel like, like a lot of the time you just see like silhouettes, and like the silhouettes will all be like different colored, and that'll be the quote unquote crowd. But these right. are all like fleshed out people that look like they actually like exist. Flesh. Well, we're yeah, on the flesh. topic of evacuation. There is actually a small detail I noticed that I thought was really cool um, about the garrison, which. I just watched, noticed this on my first watch through. It's completely different than in the first few episodes, we see the garrison always just chilling around, just mm-hmm. not ready to fight. And that's a big thing they hone in on. But nowadays we see the garrisons like always walking around with like blades and ODM gear equipped yep. on them, which I thought was really cool to see. There's that change five years later. Like this mm-hmm. is now the norm. They have a lot a- of it. Oh, Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Chris. Oh, I was just going to say, what is it? Like, as soon as the Colossal Titan disappears, the garrison's advance squad lands on the wall and they're like, ah, go report back to base. They're they're there right then. Yeah. I think a lot of it, too, is in the posture, which is just like little character animation things. But like you said, when you first meet them, it's like Hannes and his friends are just lounging around all drunk. And really, when you see any garrison member in this episode and in the episode before, they are like standing upright, like standing proud, like ready to move at a moment's notice. 
Yeah. Like that is a very like a very good detail. Next thing I have in my notes is that the music is awesome. Yes, okay. definitely this episode is phenomenal. <laughs> the Colossal Titan attacks and they are ready to go. We get this sick like gearing up sequence uh, where everyone's like loading up their uh, gas tanks and putting on their ODM gear and you shitting get like themselves. that sick theme that I love. Yeah, and absolutely <laughs> shitting themselves. I, I think it's Daz. He starts puking. Yeah, Daz is puking. Yep. Yeah, like, literally. Krista uh, is comforting him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good old and you stuff. have... Um, you have like what are what are the names of the two lovers? I have it written down somewhere here, but um, I don't feel like looking. Hannah for and it. Franz, I believe. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're just like set like Franz is like we're gonna get through this. Don't worry. And then Mika Stock okay. gives him the side eye, and she's like, God, I wish I had that. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, I gotta find Aaron. <laughs> I gotta get in there. <laughs> um, but we do have. I think this is before the gearing up sequence, even or maybe in the middle. We cut to. Straight inside of our first look inside of Walshina into, uh, what is this place called then? This is Trost, right? Actually, yeah, it's, uh, I think it's, a, it's like a lord's domain somewhere in Walsh. Oh. Or Wal, Wal Rose or yeah. near Trost. Oh, okay. I don't know exactly oh, where okay, it is. Oh, okay, okay. And um, we meet for the first time General Pixis, who is playing this, we can call him like a duke, right? Maybe it's like a, like a yeah, duke. Yeah, so it's a, a lord, a duke, something like that. Of somewhere in Walrose that makes more sense. He's fat and rich and plays Mm -hmm. chess. And yeah, we have this really fun scene where General Pixis is playing chess. Uh, So he's like this big wig uh, army head guy general. And um, he's playing chess with this duke. And the duke wins. And General Pixis is all like, man, you are just the smartest guy I've ever met in my life. (laughs) Uh, But uh, a garrison member comes running in and is like, hey, it's happening again. The Colossal Titan showed back up. Uh, we got to get going. And this Duke starts freaking out because General Pixis is like, yeah, I'm out of here. I got to go solve <laughs> that problem. And the Duke is like, no, you got to stay with me and protect me, um, which goes back to that thing we keep talking about, which is the, the higher ups like finding themselves more important than the They're so selfish. Of people. Selfish yeah. bucks. Because you got to think of like the stakes of this situation. <laughs> like mm-hmm. if it's breaking through into trust, that means the next step is it's going to break through Wall Rose. And this guy is not concerned with that at all. He's just concerned with me. You got to protect me. You got to protect my castle. And that, what you said, that's actually something that they keep repeating throughout the battle. That's like literally on everyone's minds. They're like, mm-hmm. When's the, when are they going to break through Wall Rose? When's the Armored Titan going to show up? And they're really thinking yeah. back to Shingashina five years ago. And I like, think Aaron that- mentions that right away. Like when yeah. he's talking about the Colossal Titan. But I love this little thing with um, Pixis and the king, not the king, the duke or whatever. Um, because the, it's just like a little thing to show how smart Pixis is, like knowing that it'll be more beneficial for him and probably everyone around him if he lets this duke win in chess. And it kind of like almost keeps the duke like under his thumb. So like the duke doesn't really know how smart he is. Yeah. Um, which I think comes up a lot is characters in this show like pretending to be one thing just so they can like fly under the radar um, and like be ready to like secretly strike when they want to. But we cut back, we're like back to the gearing up. Uh, no one's having a good time. And uh, we have this cool scene between Aaron and John that I like a lot. Yes. Ooh, because yeah. Aaron is just like genuinely, John is freaking out because he's one day away, he says, from going into 
Walshina and just being in the MP and his life would be all set from then on. And so he's freaking out. And Aaron has this moment where like you kind of expect him to go up and be like, stop being a little puss and like smack him in the face. But <laughs> he's actually like genuinely supportive. He's like, yo, John, actually use your Titan training to kill Titans. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> we, we, we train to do this. We can do yeah. this. And then you're tomorrow you'll be off on the MPs. Mm-hmm. But more so, I think what's important is the wording there because he isn't just like, this is what we're trained for. He's like, you know how to do this. Like, you mm-hmm. can do this. Like, and, like I, know, I, Aaron, know that you can do this and you are going to make it to tomorrow and be able to go join the MP. They survived this long, so that means they're at least mm-hmm. skilled. And that's what it comes down to in this show. Like, the more shit you go through, the better you are at surviving. And yeah, all- the whole what doesn't kill you make you stronger type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so the generals have kind of decided they're going to split into three groups, right? And one is going to go, like the elite group is going to go straight to where, did they go straight to the hole or did they hang back? I they think they hang go back. straight so, to the hole. The, the elite soldiers are watching over the evacuation. The kind of like below them are then going straight to the hole. Everyone else is, the rookies are in the middle. In the middle, right? And, and we send get this the moment in when the vanguard's getting pummeled. Got it. When yeah, they they mention when they're you see their reactions when they're like all like getting their directions. They're like the advance squads already fucking dead, and everyone's like, mm-hmm. "What?" They talk so <laughs> much shit, and now they're all dead. And Mikasa gets put straight into the elite. Yeah, um, which is great. And she tries to like do a little. <laughs> Like, um, I don't know, what's the military word for uh, disobeying a direct order? Because <laughs> she's like, um, she wants to do a little fake, like a little, uh, she wants to feign being like that she would slow down the elite because she's not good enough. But they're like, no, nah, fuck you, you're amazing. Yeah. And Aaron has this great moment where he's like, like, do what they say. <laughs> like, he you are head, the elite. He headbutts her. Yeah. Oh yeah, and this is—we also get in this shot the the one Mikasa meme with her like holding her head, yes, the- <laughs> which is like one of the funniest meme. screenshots. Um, Brian, what do you think so far? Because you haven't really said much. Uh, did you enjoy this episode? I literally, I can't, I can't really say much beyond like I just loved the action in this episode. Mm-hmm. I loved, which we're not quite through yet. Um, yeah, Brian, shut the fuck up. I know, I know. Shut the fuck up, Brian. Why are you asking like I asked you a question? I fucking... I, what? <laughs> Got him. Send Brian to the front lines, please. I'm sorry. Okay, let's get to the fighting, though. Because so uh, another thing this episode does is we get a lot of... Or maybe it's just one flashback oh. to them in school yes, when they were that, younger. That, that's oh, what I was going to talk yes, about. I love this part. Mm-hmm. In the curriculum, we learn that uh, the Titans have an appetite for humans, like, but they don't hunger. Like they, they don't need the humans. They'll just skip over anything that's not human and specifically go for human. Um, we're also told explicitly that they're very hot, which we kind of learned contextually with the Colossal Titan. Uh, we learned that they regenerate, which is kind of new information. And we learn uh, officially about their weakness. Like we were explicitly told um, that the nape of their neck I really, uh, is where you need to aim for. I really did like this, the whole classroom sequence 
because it did mm-hmm. it gave us more information about how the Titans operate and what their physiology is, and I, which I really in, I don't know why I really enjoyed um, just listening about them and just learning about you know how they how they work. Yeah, well, I think a lot of the fun of it is a lot of it isn't necessarily new information, right? Um, because the show does so much to like show you everything and like let you figure it out. But it is nice to have this moment where a literal teacher is being like, "Yes, everything you thought is correct." <laughs> it's like Here a are all the details. Yeah, yeah. So this, as I've said a thousand times, and probably will say a thousand times more, the way that information is given to you in the show is just so natural. Like this, mm-hmm. this flashback sequence placed right here before they're about to face the Titans right. shows you what you need to know about the Titans. Mm-hmm. And what's so cool about it is, is it simultaneously builds the Titans up as like near invulnerable, but also makes them vulnerable at the same time with that one bit of information at the end. And it's also, I feel like, just interesting to see what school is like for these people living in this yeah. world. Um, because we've also had some information about how like, uh, they're not allowed to speak about outside the walls. Like they don't learn about things outside the walls. So it's like, what do they learn about in school? The they learn walls. about Titans <laughs> and the walls. <laughs> Those are the two <laughs> things they learn about. Um, but in this schooling thing, uh, my favorite part of the whole sequence was it cuts to some like within the flashback, it cuts to some like sketch flashbacks of like ancient history. And there are these elves on castles shooting cannons oh and i yeah. love that it's like humans it's have got, cannons forever yeah and it's just like elves <laughs> with little pointy elf hats yeah. lighting off cannons <laughs> at titans it must yeah, i love that it must have fucking sucked in that period of time to fight titans because you could only fire cannons at them and then you're just like well they just regenerated right. their head back we're <laughs> fucked <laughs> um maybe they slashed but, the napes of their neck with their pointy hats who knows <laughs> yeah, they just dive bomb into him. <laughs> do like a, a swimmer's dive straight into the nape. <laughs> they do a sheave Palpatine. See, wh- they send one in. It penetrates the Titan, and they have somebody who's shaped like a hammer to nail it through. <laughs> now, do you remember in uh, Toy Story 2 where the scene where it's like they're using Rex to bust open the yeah. thing, and he's like, I don't want to use my head. <laughs> they just do that, but with the elves straight into the neck. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then we get to, Perfect. I think, where this episode really starts to shine. We see everyone um, in like Aaron's squad and like kind of everyone else in this like rookie squad coming together and they're all talking big game. Aaron is so confident. Um, they're kind of being like, hey, Aaron, save some for us. Whoever kills the most Titans is going to get, is going to win, you know? Don't like, flirt your numbers. Looking at it. It's also like game. playing like this build up inspirational music, like this mm-hmm. go get em music. Ba, 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 yeah, killer music. Ba, ba, da, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That theme is so good. <laughs> um, and then they go out into Trost, uh, they fly around, and then instantly we get the Froggy Titan. Yeah, uh, who the abnormal. Leaps into the air. Like we get this really, really sick shot of all these, uh, like, Cadets. New trainees, these cadets, like swinging through the buildings. There's some incredible camera work um, that I wanted to take note of um, in the whole episode and in these whole three episodes. But I think specifically now, uh, something that's really fun that I noticed was the camera is almost like always having to like struggle to keep up 
with whoever it's yeah. following. Yeah, that's a um, nice detail that I noticed. It makes it look a lot more authentic. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there's also the thing that Brian mentioned in the first episode, which is the mix of CGI and 2D animation. Which um, I, f- where they can I just, fucking love it. I really so I love it. Good. It's so cool looking. And it's so smart where they use it because they just build these environments of buildings with CG. And they're moving by so fast that you barely even notice it's CG. Yeah. But it allows them to let the... like the, I'm assuming they just like made the camera move through this 3D space and they had that and then the animators could just go buck wild <laughs> animating the characters just blasting through it it's so Literally, good they didn't they and don't so- they didn't have to worry about the environments about animating like perspective shifting or anything mm-hmm. like that they could just focus on the characters which is and so and making the awesome. characters look so good yeah. it makes the city feel full it allows yeah. them yeah. to make the city feel full mhm it's for sure. I could watch like a fucking hour of them moving around on the ODM gear. It's just that yeah, entertaining. What I was saying, I was talking to my girlfriend about this humble brag, and it's like <laughs> it's the <laughs> humble brag. I can speak to women. Yeah, I talk to girls, <laughs> but ooh. it's like the only other time that I've really Spoken felt the same way I feel about them flying through the the city. The, town with this ODM gear is like Spider-Man like web swinging sequences um, that's specifically what in like the amazing like. Spider-Man in the video games um, like it emulates that feeling of just like being along for the ride with someone who's just I was literally I was literally trying way. to make that connection in my head I was just like this right? feels so familiar but I can't I mm-hmm. like couldn't pinpoint what it was it's fucking it's like Spider-Man literally yeah um, and then we get the turn, uh, the total tone shift of they're flying through this Titan just leaps into this air, this gross, lanky Titan. Everyone kind of like crashes into the rooftops and they turn around and uh, does this person have a name? <laughs> if it's Thomas, you, I don't remember. That's Thomas. Yeah. Thomas is just hanging out of this Titan's mouth. Three seconds ago, oh he was quipping with the rest of this God. group. And uh, yeah, Brian, no, I want to hear your thoughts on this. You take <laughs> it away, buddy. <laughs> God. It was just I don't know I like when it cut to commercial it literally like it threw me off so much because I saw I Mm -hmm. saw the dude hanging out of the Titan's mouth and then I'm like oh shit what's gonna happen and then it cuts to commercial and it cucks me and I'm like what the fuck I want to see are you watching this on Hulu or something yeah Uh, and I don't have I I have fucking ads on Hulu I literally have a note in mm. my fucking Do you notes have that says Hulu Because it's on bullshit. Netflix. Oh, you're um, watching the dub, right? Yeah, so the... Oh, yeah, he's watching he's the dub. We lost whole, Brian This a whole bit. sequence. Yeah. Um, oh, hello? Oh, keep my going, bad. Brian. We just lost you for a second. Um, yeah, this whole sequence of just the entire... there, This entire squad being completely just obliterated by these mm-hmm. titans like it literally it was building them up so much this whole it was yeah. building up this whole squad of people and they were it's like, like we are ready yeah. now we're gonna yeah literally fuck yeah we're gonna take on these titans we're gonna murder all of them and they c- get completely fucking wiped out mm-hmm. i think every single one of them gets wiped out except for uh aaron and armin yeah right um, like they're the only two left something and it happens so to- fast on the topic of music Holy shit, when the music shifts, it goes chimes yeah. are like one of my favorite instruments, not only to hear, but to play. 
And holy shit, when it shifts, it shifts that like ominous deep chime music of Mm -hmm. when Thomas is just dangling out of his mouth. Like holy shit! Or like when he gets swallowed and it goes bum 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 bum. Yeah, that's what Uh I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, Also, the order of deaths is pretty significant. Uh, So like Thomas gets like fucking right. (laughs) He gets fucking like slurp slurped, and he sure does. Aaron's like, "You can't eat my friend. I'll get you." And he fucking (laughs) rockets off, and you get like a. It's so. Aaron's trying to go save him and everyone's like, no, stay with the group. And then everyone just gets fucked. And Aaron gets fucking like, I mean, he gets chomped. Yeah, Aaron's mm-hmm. leg, Aaron's leg gets chomped. He goes splattering across some rooftops. The one black haired girl, I don't remember her name, chasing after him. What? Yeah. The, the p- uh, pig, pigtails. pigtails. She fucking, I think she gets her like cable grabbed. Yeah. Thrown yep. down on the ground. Mm-hmm. And got that big-eyed Titan staring at her. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's one of the Titans that like really stuck with me uh, when I first watched the show. And it's nice like, something about that design. Like, it's these guys don't die for no reason. They they died because of mistakes. Like, Aaron mm-hmm. yeah, fucking rockets point. off like an idiot, like to save people. This isn't like the zombie apocalypse where like oh. There's a guy getting fucking got by a bunch of zombies. Let's go get him or something. I don't know. Like, yeah, there's a reason that like you don't really go save people. If someone's grabbed by a Titan, it's very rare that somebody will like kill that Titan and save them. Yeah, Yeah, which kind of comes back to that thing you were saying about like the ones that don't die just get stronger and stronger Um, because now like Armin who survived through that, he like knows not to do the shit that he just saw, right? Yeah. And it's like very clear shit. Um, but so like uh Armin gets yoinked by Santa Claus, right? Yeah, that's Santa Claus. fucking Santa Claus Titan. <laughs> um is about to be eaten and he has this whole inner monologue, right? Why? I'm kinda remember Why I watched this a couple days anything? ago. Why can I just yeah. stand here and look oh, yeah. while my friends get devoured? <laughs> that's not what he sounds also- like. Can I say, since I'm watching both the sub and the dub, this episode very much sold me on the choice for Aaron and Armin as voice actors for the dub. Like, holy shit, hearing them scream in the in this scene, like, mm-hmm. they did a phenomenal job. Yeah, like I said, I was shaky at first, but once I heard, like got to the emotion, more emotional scenes of like episode two, it's like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> like, they're so good at that. And it all, um, it reinforces like how fucking horrible it is to go against Titans. Like mm-hmm. they show <laughs> you like, oh, they can you can just kill them if you just get them in the nape of the neck. And you're like, so easy. They could just go out there and go zip, mm-hmm. zap, zoop, kill them. No. Yeah. These guys are freaking huge. They'll just yoink you up and chomp down. Mm-hmm. I was definitely thinking that my first watch of the show where I'm sitting there like, they're supposed to be able to kill them. Why can they not right. fucking do this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, Aaron just like must gets all the strength he still has left in him. He musters himself, uh, musters his resolve, and shoots himself over to the Titan. Goes into its mouth, grabs Armin's hand, and just hucks him out of there. Specifically, um, we, Aaron uh, recalls uh, Armin yeah. talking about uh, seeing the ocean someday and outside yeah, of the yep. wall. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's lying there on the rooftop, and then he like flashes back to Armin showing him the book and talking about going to the outside world. Oh, right. How could I forget? I'm so silly. <laughs> and that's when he like <laughs> wakes up and like fucking yoinks Armin out of mm-hmm. Santa Claus's mouth. Uh, and then go into Aaron's mind, and uh, he's like, I'm not going to die like this. This is not how I die. I'm going to not before I see the ocean. Uh, and then. <laughs> Aaron gets fucking eaten. Brian, where are you at at this point? Okay, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna say this with my my unknowing eyes. Aaron fucking dies. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, he does. fucking dies, yes. which yep, I was does. not expecting nope. at all. It threw me for such a goddamn loop, <laughs> and now I don't know what is gonna happen. I don't know what the fuck is happening anymore. Uh huh. I was so excited to be on this show just because I wanted to see Brian's reaction to that. Like, I'm picturing him sitting on, like, the edge of his seat, like, Aaron's going to do it. He lost a leg, but he's going to crawl out of that tight. Oh. Uh-huh. And his Brian, arm, his, his fucking amputated arm goes flying <laughs> past the camera. We see his goddamn arm just fucking flying out of the Titan's mouth. Like, holy shit. And then goddamn... um fucking Armin is like traumatized absolutely by the situation. Oh yeah, we're just left with like our Ar- uh, fucking Armin going ah! <laughs> <laughs> Brian, you got any money on who you think the main character is next in this show? My headphones are. That's that's who the main character is. <laughs> um Yeah. I don't I don't know. I literally can't I can't even make a guess cuz it's like I've never even seen Game of Thrones but I've heard enough about it to know where like they kill off main characters like just like that. Mhm. And now mm-hmm. it's like I don't know I don't know who I can trust anymore. I don't know like I don't know I just don't know what to do. It's very much <laughs> like you put so much faith in Aaron. You're like, oh, it's an anime. This is the main yeah. character. The main character Literally. will win no matter what. He's mm-hmm. got friends. <laughs> He's got the power <laughs> of friendship on his side. He's good. <laughs> He's got the heart of the cards. The heart of- <laughs> yeah, wait. Brian, everything you're saying right now is why I, there's about five episodes in this show, like four or five, that I think are just like some of the most exceptional television I've ever seen in my life. Um, which is why this episode is going to be my first uh, five out of five. It's a Walshina um, because seriously, just like just the shift in tone from them being so confident to them getting destroyed is pulled off so well. And then that just final fucking just cherry on top of Aaron getting eaten and you just having no idea what is coming next is just absolutely beautiful. And just like some of like, I have never felt this way watching a TV show before. Um, And yeah, it's one of my favorite episodes of the whole show. It's like it locks you in at that point. Like if you're just watching the show, like "Eh, it's just another show, uh, whatever. Like it locks you in with fucking like how invested you can. I don't know. That's bad words. Oh, no, yeah, you're right because no, you're on the right track. Yeah, it, it makes if you're me- just you, you could watch the show casually up until this point, but at this point. <laughs> I don't think you could continue watching it and not be like 800% engaged with everything that's happening. Literally, I don't yeah. need to watch the next episode. I'm good. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm good with this season. Like, 
Uh, so Chris, yeah, Hello. real quick, I'll let you know the way we rate episodes on this show is completely oh perfect and has no God. flaws whatsoever. No, shut up, shut up. It is <laughs> shut the fuck up. So we up. pretend we pretend a, these episodes it's a are titans. Correspondence, Brian. One-to-one <laughs> yeah. one correspondence. That's all it is. Uh, we rate these episodes as if they are titans. So if this were a titan, how far would it get through the walls of this city? Uh, oh. So a one star would be a Shiganshina. A two stars will be a Wall Maria. Or a three stars will be a Trost District, a four star will be a Wall Rose, and a five star will be a Wall Sheena. So I gave it five out of five. A Wall Sheena. What do you think, Chris? Uh, I would like to give it. Uh, so in the final wall, uh, there is like a little. There's a little sand pit, and there's this child who's like building a little sand castle, and he builds another little wall and puts himself in it, mm-hmm. and that is the secret final wall. Uh, wall Tommy. Whoa, we're getting a six star out of six. We're yeah. getting a Walt Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, if there's a Walt Tommy, I'm changing my answer. It's completely I'm giving it a Walt Tommy. All Titans cannot penetrate that wall. You know, that's not a bad idea, <laughs> considering like the four or five episodes I mentioned that are standouts, like really are. Like I feel bad giving a couple other like really good episodes not giving them a five out of five. So you know what? I like this. Chris, I'm going to give it a Walt Tommy. The little sandcastle <laughs> wall within Wall Sheena. <laughs> Um, I also rate rate this a wall, Sheena. This is one of the most standout episodes in the series. Mm, But not a Tommy? (laughs) I'm not going as far as Tommy, no. Whoa. There are episodes I think I'd give Tommy. This one, this one's Wall Sheena. It's very, very good. I just I can't find much flaw in it in the way that it was just executed. Like it's Mm -hmm. One of the most, one of the ones that stands out most in my memory when I think of the show. See, and I think another factor of that is it's wild how much it juggles and still is just like so perfectly paced. Like we, you have flashbacks, yes. you have like gear up sequences, you have action sequences. You like, there's everything in this episode. Absolutely, and it's structured so fucking well. Like mm-hmm. it's like. Before we were recording, I wanted to go back and see the because I wanted to go through and find the titans like of the episode because I I've gave some of them nicknames in my head and I just wanted to yeah. refresh myself. When I'm skimming through the episode, the the biggest parts that we've been talking about for a while of like the action, it's so quick. It's like just this little inch of the episode, just at the tail end, and it's just all this shit happens then, and it's just build yeah. up beforehand. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just like, it's when I think about like, uh, ranking this episode, I kind of want to go back to wall Cena. (laughs) Even though I came up on wall Tom, you made up a whole wall. I'm rescinding wall Wall Tommy because I know there are better episodes. Well, I'm sticking on wall Tommy baby because listen, it's exceptional. (laughs) It's exceptional TV. Brian, what do you think? Literally, I'm going to give it um, also a... What the fuck is the name of the goddamn wall? The fifth one. Uh, <laughs> you guys were Phil- just saying it. I wall, lost wall, it. Wall Philip. Sheena? Sheena. Yeah, Sheena. Um, literally everything just... the tw- Just the twist of Aaron fucking dying at the end. Uh-huh. Like... Oh my god! It threw me for it threw me for such a loop, and it was so it was so well done. It was. Yeah. 
There's a uh, on YouTube. Fine, there, I'll I'll be alone sitting here building my sound castle, <laughs> watching it get destroyed. <laughs> by you know what? I'll, I'm One okay with that. I forgot to mention that I really appreciate in the dub that I annoys me so much in the sub. They in the dub they call them abnormal titans. In the sub mm. they call them aberrant, and I'm like, I had Wait, to Google what? that word. It's just a synonym synonym for abnormal, and I'm like, I hate that they use the word aberrant in the sub because it's just no one uses that fucking word. Just <laughs> call them abnormal. Do they say aberrant in the sub? The way you yeah, say you abnormal is abnormal. It says abnormal in the Netflix version, which might be fucking not different. in the Crunchyroll sub. Uh which is like one of the most official. I guess. Well, we got to get we got to get moving to episode six because we we spent a lot of time here on episode five. Uh, any oh, final thoughts anyone wants to get out? Uh, yep. I remember. <laughs> I remember. I I had a I like had a name for a titan in the in either oh, this geez. episode or episode six, but I I I forgot it somehow, but. Well, if it comes back to you, let us know. Speaking of Titans, the one last thing I want to add is this is the first episode where we do get some distinctive Titans for the first time and not ones like the Armored Titan or the Colossal Titan. Like just regular ass Titans that are starting to have more distinct looks like the Big Eyed one and the Santa Claus one. And that's just good shit. Episode six, the world the girl saw. Um... Someone else want to take the plot on this one? (laughs) I watched this so long ago. Uh, all, all I have, the first line I have is Ymir is so fucking mean. Uh, so I'm assuming the episode starts with yes. like Connie up on the wall, yeah, Connie and John. It's, um, on the house. So Armin's there, and then I think it's Connie, Ymir, and Oh, Krista. right, 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 right. They find Armin. Yeah, and they're like, this other Where are, where's your squad? And then Armin's like, what? what? He's and literally, he's, like, he's traumatized. <laughs> he's just fucking, <laughs> and he's fucking, screams. yeah. He's like, you stupid idiot, you die. Mm-hmm. And then he goes like, Thomas Wagner. Uh, <laughs> was something, something, other people, I don't remember their names, all died Which fast. A very, it's a very show. nice little moment um, I like, of him doing that. I like how he says they all died valiantly valiantly on the field of battle. Yeah, when they all just got They just zucked. got fucking chomped. It, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it just, literally. when you get killed by titans, it's not like a, it's never like a, really what's it called what am i trying to say elegant death it's not like a it's not like a dignified death you're getting fucking eaten that's a really good point you know i've never really thought of that (laughs) like it really is always like uncomfortable you know like it's not there's no honor in it almost like it gets hard because like i watch them get killed in the episode i'm like fuck that was that was hard to mm-hmm. watch. And then the recap on the next episode, you get you have to watch it again. And I have to like, sometimes I'll fast forward because I'm like, that's kind of like, I don't want to watch it again. Like, yeah. it's not like, I don't want to watch it. This is bad. It's like, fuck, that's brutal. I'll just skip mm-hmm. it. On the, top, on the topic of brutality, what Armin, so Armin goes away. He's like, I'm going to retreat to the Vanguard, I think he says. Um, and he encounters that lo- the lovebird couple, Hannah and Franz. Yep. Franz is on the ground. Hannah's trying to give him CPR. And there's I just this whole this. moment. This, I love how tense this scene is. And she's like, he won't start breathing. He won't start breathing. And Armin's like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Stop doing this. He's and then begging eventually, her to stop. It doesn't even, even in the anime, it's kind of censored. It doesn't really show. It's kind of implied. But you kind of see Franz's bottom half is missing. Yeah. <laughs> it's really? It's just his top half. 
Yeah, so I don't know if you caught that's what it's I should I sent it in the Discord. There's there's the image in the manga. It's heavily implied, but it doesn't actually I wish they showed of like oh wow full out. So this show can be kind of censored at points, but that like he's literally missing his bottom half. Yeah. And she's trying to give him CPR because she's just that delusional. This is probably like one of the harder scenes for me to watch in this show. Just because there we don't spend a lot of time with them. In the first couple mm-hmm. episodes, but the time that they do spend, like the lingering shots we get of them and like the sweet little moments they share, it makes us so fucking hard. Like it's every su- um, it's literally such an emotional episode. Like I think episode six is the most emotional episode that we have so far. Yeah, because it's almost yeah, like for sure. it's yeah. like fallout, right? It's all fallout of the last episode. Yeah. Like uh I'm chewing pizza. I saw some like analysis. Stop eating pizza. <laughs> I can't. I'm so hungry. <laughs> like every action show, you have to have your meat puppets that go out there and get fucking like brutally murdered just for like because you gotta have them yeah. to show like the scope my favorite, of the show. My, right. My favorite part of iCarly was the meat puppets that had to go out there and get fucked. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> no, but like with this show, it's like there's never anyone that just goes and dies, and you're like. Who the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, you know what? And the only other show or like piece of media that I've seen that's done that is the book Battle Royale. Um, and my favorite part of that book is that every like there's 48 characters or something like that. And every single one at least gets a chapter. Even if that chapter is just like four or five pages. But like you cannot like give it enough praise how much that does to just like make it feel more important than like Hunger Games where it's like all these characters just killing each other and you don't know over half of them. And you just kind of the show does the same thing. Yeah, it's like if a character is going to show up and they're going to die, you will have a moment with that character, at least a moment that is impactful. Like Thomas Wagner, like he's the one at the beginning of the last episode who was like, uh, hey, whoever kills the most Titans is going to blah, 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 right? Like you, it makes you endeared to them before it kills them all. Yeah. Yep. It doesn't just expect you to be impacted by that. So after we see this moment with Hannah and Franz and Armin, we actually cut to the evacuation. Yes. That's being held up by this rich fuck who's like, rich get fuck. these goods. They're more, <laughs> they're worth more than you. Get the fucking yeah. goods through. And everyone's he's like, the, they don't fit, dumbass. <laughs> he's the head of the merchants guild is what he says. Yes. Um, yeah. It's just like. So obviously not going to fit. Like, it's not a problem of we need to push it harder. It's a problem of the width does not match the width. (laughs) It's not physically going through. The square block goes in the round hole. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we get, uh, like, fucking some great Mikasa shit now. Like, we finally see, like, Mikasa unleashed. They're kind of trying to get this through and everyone's like come on and then it becomes straight up panic because this one of the weirdest fucking looking titans of the show mm-hmm. comes sprinting around i honestly i was just telling chris i'm like i feel like this is like one of the dumbest looking shots in the show where he's like <laughs> running through and he like <laughs> kicks the soldier on the ground mm-hmm. um, he goes, but, <laughs> no, but the dude goes i really like the shot <laughs> i like it because you see like the the soldier just like looking completely defeated so tiny. And then the little fucking tra-la-la run of this <laughs> Titan. <laughs> but this this moment here, I think is actually the first time we finally see someone kill a Titan, which is Mikasa. Yeah, yeah. which was, it was, literally, I wrote that on 
my notes. Like this is the first on-screen Titan death that we see, and it's by Mikasa, and I think she's quickly becoming one of my favorite characters. She's if very not cool. my favorite character. She's awesome. Mikasa is. I God. genuinely forgot. I forgot thinking back, like how, like really, they they really make her nuanced. Especially in this episode and the next episode. Like, we get a lot of really good Mikasa stuff. I mean, and it's not even just that she kills the Titan. Like, she's blasting past the elite soldiers. They're like, we mm-hmm. can't catch it. And then Mikasa's like, you fucking pussy-ass bitches, watch this. <laughs> I have the power <laughs> of like, loving Whoa. Aaron. Also, may, yeah. I, may I say that um, <laughs> I, did, I did have a name for the Titan that's running, and that's the Sonic the Hedgehog Titan. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go fast, Titan. <laughs> Fast as fuck, boy. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> it's um, funny that there's like that's not an efficient way to run. No, he's literally and they're like, just like he's having a seizure as he's running. Literally, but the thing is, it doesn't matter because they're so huge. So like, yeah, they're just they they don't have to run. He's running like a baby. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, um, but Mikasa takes it down right before he gets to the people. And we have this like almost like Superman like landing in front of a crowd moment where Mikasa lands and everyone's oh, like, yeah. whoa. And you get like the mom and the daughter who are like, a girl? Um, who like thank her. <laughs> oh, um, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone turns into Casey Clark. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you? Cool guest we'll star in two episodes. Yeah, future guest. Um, but. <laughs> Mikasa's like, what are you doing? Like, there's, we need to, like, everyone back there, all those guards who are, like, the hundreds of guards that are dying back there are dying so you guys can get out and have time to get out. (laughs) And you're wasting time trying to fit a square block into a circle hole. (laughs) Yeah, this is something, actually, I kind of noticed that I'm surprised wasn't captured in the dub, where Mikasa very specifically says, she's like, my friends are dying there. Yeah. Um, yeah, he did. And just this moment where she's like, what's going on? And this soldier's like, get these people to move this car. Or the fucking fat rich guy is like, get these people to move the car. Mm-hmm. And Mikasa's like, I will fucking kill you. Move the car <laughs> yeah. out of the way. Oh, and something. The two like guards for an adder and she just like boops them on the head with her swords. <laughs> yes. Uh, there's also actually in the, the manga, she talks to, she, I think she says something along the lines of corpses can't speak to the guy. Oh jeez, that's a cool line. Oh, she's he's like I know your commander or something and she's like corpses can't yeah. speak. Also another thing. Yeah, exactly. It's just interesting to see the perspective of those who aren't in like the military in this world. They they they're kind of like Yeah. He's like you're a soldier, you're supposed to die for people like us. Yeah. Oh, that part yeah, he pulls a fucking uh um Mission Impossible Fallout, where he's just like, that's the job. Yeah. That bit landed for Josh Wall. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Is Josh Wall listening to this? Of course he he is. But not watching the show. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That sounds like Josh. Um, But uh, Mikasa finally gets him to move the cart. Everyone goes through. Um, They all dance and have a nice day. And then we cut to some flashbacks. Uh, we get some Mikasa oh, flashback. I love this flashback. Yeah, this oh, is this is, really this is good the stuff. one they've been dancing around in the show. Both Aaron and Mikasa have a mo- moment where you kind of see a flash of this 
beforehand right. mm-hmm. a few episodes ago. I met her. I had a su- <laughs> we had a summer trip. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I love, like, I love, love, love. I cannot state how much I love the structure of these flashbacks. How it shows, like, um, Mikasa and her family, like, her and her mom are doing some uh, fucking embroidery, knitting. which is seems very out of character for Mikasa. But Mikasa <laughs> is like wide eyed, um, just a very cute little girl. And her and her family are just having a nice day, and they're waiting for Aaron's dad to show up, Grisha, because um, he's the doctor. He's going to give him a little checkup. The and they hear the knock on the door, and then we cut out to Grisha and Aaron showing up, uh, which I love this so fucking That's much. good structure. Yes, I love this sequence. Good cinematic so structure. Good. And like Grisha explains, like, you know, I've known this family forever. Like, I've been like doing checkups on them. You've met them before. Uh, be nice to Mikasa. Like, I don't want you not getting along with the few kids that are inside this oh, wall. Yeah. And you get a little glimpse of Aaron as like a child and who he is. He's been the same person kind of his whole life. Grisha's yeah. like, Aaron, you little shit. Is- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have no friends. Be nice to Mikasa. I love that line when he's like, this is why you have only one friend or something. <laughs> yeah, literally, he fucking says that to his own son. <laughs> and then um, he's like but, I'll only be oh. nice if she's nice to me and I'm like oh yeah. <laughs> ding, 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 uh, ding. open the door and blood everywhere both parents are dead um, and Mikasa's gone and so it turns out we've cut to the future Grisha is like uh, Aaron you need to He's he tells Aaron to like go down to like some Soldier station or something? Does he tell him to wait in the woods? Either way, I made a note that Grisha's a shit fucking parent. Yeah, he <laughs> if is. You enter a house and you find the parents slaughtered and you find the child missing. There are child kidnappers on the run in these woods, and you are going to leave your son, <laughs> who is the same yeah. age, unattended. I don't think I, wherever he told him, I actually forget where he said the way. I'm assuming it's away from the. He area, said like wait at the foot of weird. the. Mountain. Oh, it's like the bottom of the hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it is very weird that he just told him to go on his own and wait. Mm-hmm. Um, but so Grisha goes to get. There's like a garrison outpost somewhere around here. He's gonna go get those soldiers and bring it's them actually back. Actually, the military police. The military They're the ones police, that yes. hold the handle investigation. So that's who he's going to get. Um, and we cut. I think we cut. Do we cut back to? The parents getting killed. Yeah. Yeah. I think and we then did. it comes yeah. back. They're getting killed. These two guys come in, these two thugs. Um, the dad opens the and door and he's like, Ackerman residence. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Gets stabbed he in the stomach. He just gets fucking shanked. Um, they're like, all right, get the girls. But the mom starts fighting and screaming. And Mikasa, uh, there's like this great exchange where Mikasa's like, uh, mom, you're scaring me. And she says something along the lines of, I want you to be scared. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's screaming for her to run, and Mikasa's just standing there frozen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the mom gets killed because she's coming at them with a knife. Uh, scissors. Um, and they yoink Mikasa. And we get this, like, a little bit of world building here where we find out that they are taking them because they are, like, Asian or, like, whatever this world's equivalent of Asian art is. I think. Yes. So. There's a difference. They say oriental a couple times. The dub do says say oriental. oriental. The sub says Asian. Mm. Like I've watched it. On Either one websites. is kind of interesting yeah. in its own way. But it's they say like humanity used to have races. Yeah, that is something they say. Like humanity used to have races. Mm-hmm. And they're taking them because 
they are like it's flat out said like the last of their kind um and they will fetch a very pretty penny so the one thug is kind of upset that the other thug killed the mom because they would like to sell both of them uh, she's the purebred asian right yep and Mikasa's a dirty mudblood. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I mean, it is relevant I later on. Like, I like the interaction between right. the thugs where he's like, eh, she's young, not really my type. And the guy is like, I don't yeah. give a fuck what your type is. This We're selling her. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking Brian. <laughs> But Ben, like you said, how like all this stuff just like narratively flows so well. Like we get this scene where both of Mikasa's parents are just senselessly killed for almost like barely any reason. Right after we have that scene of all these soldiers like getting senselessly killed by Titans um, for the same reason, which kind of puts this bizarre link between humans and Titans and like this this way that they senselessly kill other humans. It's also in the faces because the Titans like their expression is very similar to the expression of these dudes. Like, like Mm -hmm. it's like one face. It's either emotionless or like an odd emotion. Like usually like some weird extreme contortion. Uh, But we cut to, so they're hanging out with Mikasa. They've like escaped to some shack in the middle of the woods. Uh, They get a a little knock on the door. This time it's our little buddy, Aaron, who's like, I'm lost. Like, I can't, I'm a little I can't boy. My way. I, can't, I wish my dad didn't leave me all alone on this mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear there's some insane serial killers on the loose? <laughs> it's, and yeah, and then the bandit's trying to play it off like, yeah, get lost, kid. Shouldn't be alone in the woods. But he's got a and fucking knife behind his back. <laughs> Dabs him. Literally. Yeah, like, this is where we start to see Aaron is a little psychopath. <laughs> Always has been. Uh, yeah. I love after he stabs him, and then it's like the dude's like, what? And he stands up in the chair, and it cuts back to Aaron, and he's just like making the stupidest face and shuts the door. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, like, I, the first time I watched it, I fucking laughed my ass off. And <laughs> I still laugh my ass off at fucking Aaron's face. <laughs> well, then he like hides. I'm trying to remember. Am I mixing this up with something else, or does he tie a knife to like a broom? Yeah, he handle? ties a knife. No, to a broom you handle. got that. That's what he does next. Yeah, and stabs the shit out of the other guy. guy. <laughs> and he's like screaming as he's doing this. <laughs> he's like, "You he's deserve like, this! Die, die, die!" He's like, "Fucking I, die!" My note here was um, Jesus, fuck Aaron. <laughs> so here is Jesus Christ, Aaron. Um, I don't fuck? know if you remember back in episode four, uh, Aaron. This is when he actually flashes back to this sequence yeah. where you just see that shot of mm-hmm. all the bloody bodies where he's talking to Reiner and he's like, what kind of idiot would approach a situation with just a knife mm-hmm. or something along those lines of like people bigger than him. With yeah, and just we get that knife. like one second flash of yeah. this scene. Um, but he like goes to Mikasa, he cuts her out of her binds and um, he's like, hey, don't worry, everything's going to be okay. I'm going to get us out of here. My dad's right around the corner. Um, and Mikasa's like, uh, oh, sweet. What'd you do with the third guy? Yep. <laughs> Which is funny. <laughs> and then the third guy just appears. Um, yoinks Aaron is like choking him out, like holding him up in the air by his neck. Uh, and Mikasa, uh, Mikasa, Aaron's like, Tatakai. Mikasa, you have Tatakai. to fight. Tatakai. That's Japanese <laughs> for a uh, fight. Yes, the Japanese. He says that a lot in the series. Oh, 
And we get but the yeah, first so instance of this quote, the only way to live is to fight, yeah. is what Aaron says yes. to Mikasa. You, if you win, you and live. This is, um, mm-hmm. this is the quote that actually Armin says at the beginning of the episode that Mikasa then repeats that this is the way of the world. I've kind of always ignored it, but the strong eat the weak, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have and these so fun that, little cuts to like nature, like her watching a praying mantis like eat a moth yeah. or whatever. Yeah. As she's having this internal monologue trying to like figure out whether or not she's going I've to fight. I've always looked away. Mm-hmm. And uh, she gets like a little power-up type deal. Brian, do you want to comment on that? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's basically as instantaneous as uh, the Ravnik Avengers leveling up <laughs> in season two for the first time. <laughs> Just happens. <laughs> yeah, Brian, what do you think of Mikasa going ham here? Um, I think at this point was when Mikasa became my favorite character because she does mm-hmm. a complete 180 from being yeah. like an innocent, small little girl to like this psychopath that's literally fucking stabbing this dude. Cause she finally realizes that like Aaron said, if you want to live, you have to fight. Yeah. And what comes over her is so strong. She literally breaks the knife in her hand. She grips it and so And she breaks hard. through the yeah. floorboards. Yeah, she yeah. Like crunches through the and floorboard. Yeah. There's a little zippy zap of lightning all over. Oh, whoa. I thought she was going to go and fucking so, Super Saiyan. She basically did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she did. And it's like... Ever since then. I feel like it's worth yeah, noting, probably. like we were talking about with the Sasha moment, Attack and Titan does not draw things exaggerated like most animes. Mm-hmm. You know, like that one Sasha moment's really the only time I can think of that they <laughs> kind of go for that style. Like, yeah. we can interpret this as what we're seeing. Yeah, We also literally. get in this episode a couple of cuts to like weird like uh, microorganism imagery. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Like almost like something chemical is changing inside of her. Which is it interesting. Shows, like, cells, and um, yeah. yeah. Yep. And um something sparked in her and she's what never I think the is, same since that moment. Yeah, we know we know that Mikasa like feels like she owes Aaron this like great debt. We don't know why. And like Aaron saves her from these killers, and we think, oh yeah, that's it. But I think we also get this thing of like Aaron in this moment, like completely intrinsically changes who Mikasa is. Like he gives her her ability to fight almost by like awakening this thing within her. You could her, say he activates um, by her. like having this bout of courage. He what? And so this this is such a it's a really cool cut as Mikasa is charging at this guy with a knife, and then it just fades out into the scene of the military police like coming in and like finding all the bodies <laughs> and just being mm-hmm. like stabbed through the back. T- to the heart <laughs> and they're like a bunch of kids did all this <laughs> yeah um we got to kind of hurry up here because we're going very long but um basically we get like a nice moment where we see like uh how good of a guy grisha is because he basically just instantaneous it's like mikasa you need some place to go come with us he like barely even thinks about it and he wrap uh aaron gives mikasa his scarf uh, so we find out where Mikasa gets that red scarf well, from. Well, he throws it basically. Yeah. I love how goofy this <laughs> it's scene very looks. Cute. He's like, here. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then like, we basically end by cutting back to Mikasa in real time. Uh, and she like flies away and she's like, it's a cruel world. But as long as my best friend Aaron is alive, there's a place yes. for me in it. <laughs> So this is like one of the few moments in the show where us, the watchers, know more than the character we're seeing. 
Mm-hmm. And so we have this womp womp moment of Mikasa. Yeah. Like, <laughs> as long as Aaron's alive, I'll be good. Womp womp. And fucking curb your enthusiasm music starts playing. <laughs> yeah, so I. That's how the episode ends. I really like this episode. I was going to give it um, a wall. I was going to give it a wall. Uh, look at my cheat sheet. <laughs> Sweating a little bit. Fuck you. Send me the goddamn cheat sheet. The cheat sheet's in the I chat, Brian. It, I'm going to give it a wall rose, a four out of five, because I, I remember the ratings. You see, I was going to give it a wall rose, a four out of five, but now that we got a wall Tommy, I think I might put this up to a Sheena, because I was feeling bad about not giving it a Sheena, because I thought it was really good, but I was like, am I still just like feeling the energy from the last episode? But now that we're talking about it again, like this really is like Mikasa's episode. And yes, so I'm going to give it a five out of five. This Titan's busting straight through to wall Sheena, baby. I don't know what to uh, fucking say. Uh, that's a wall over. <laughs> wall rose eight. A wall rose. There is no cheat sheet. I can't find it. I'm. I just oh, said two I mean, of the <laughs> options. There's one more. <laughs> uh, Brian, what's up? This is very obvious. Brian, if you don't choose what? the right one, this is what they teach you in elementary school. Is this rating system? What? <laughs> You got okay. I it's won't lie. You guys might have cut out your algebra one right, to one. Brian, you're gonna give it a wall. One, one Brian. A wall. What wall, Brian? Four or this <laughs> for this episode. Wall four. You know what? I'll just say a number, That's and the then Sullivan rose. will translate it. Okay, but you're gonna learn this eventually. <laughs> I know. I know. I have to. <laughs> So so Brian has to leave us before we discuss episode seven. Then? Yeah, so we yeah. are not going into spoilers yet. Um we will still talk about chapter seven spoiler free at first, and then we'll we'll let you know when we go into spoil spoiler territory. But Brian is leaving us because he forgot to watch episode <coughs> seven. Fuck! I didn't know, um, I'm sorry. So hopefully we'll have a little conversation at the beginning of next episode too. Um where we can get Brian's thoughts on episode seven, but yeah, not going into Brian, spoilers Brian, yet. Brian's here's a little, just here's leaving. A tip. Um, we're doing three. We're doing. Uh, ben, you went roboty. Try it again. Oh, Brian, here's a little tip. We're doing three episodes for the rest of the season. So okay, yeah. okay, gotcha. Yeah, and also if you can't figure it out, there is the schedule on the Instagram that you can okay. look at. <laughs> uh, bye, Brian. Uh, it was good having you. Any final uh, thoughts? Um. Mikasa Mikasa is the best character yet, Mikasa, and Aaron Mikasa. fucking dies. Yep, those are the two major thoughts. <laughs> I like that he checked right, his bye, notes buddy. for that. Bye-bye. He did check his notes for that. Um, all right, all right, now that he's gone, no spoilers. Remember, we're still going to keep it spoiler-free. Uh, talk about episode seven, uh, The Tiniest of Blades. Um, so this episode starts out, this is what I was going to say earlier. We find out that no civilians died yeah. uh, in the evacuation. The same yep. cannot be said cool. for the soldiers. No. <laughs> and all the soldiers that are still alive and left in the Trost District are trapped without fuel. Like they're all running out Ain't of fuel. Ain't got no gas. And we find out, yeah, and we find out it's because the, um, Storehouses, what is it's it called? It's like a Fortilla type deal. HQ. They refer to it as yeah, HQ. Yeah, sure. Their HQ um, has been overrun by Titans. Like, there's literally just Titans crawling around this thing like bugs, um, and they can't get in there. We find out that inside, the general has abandoned his post. Um, yes. And all the other, like, scouts that are still in there are just, like, bunkering down, locking the yeah, doors. Blowing their own brains out. scared to death. Yeah, that scene is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> 
where we cut inside and there's like these four um these four uh new recruits who are like barricading themselves a bunch like with a bunch of chairs or tables around themselves and one of them is just cleaning a gun. <laughs> um and they're yeah, like Yeah, and he looks so happy throughout this whole process too. Or at He's least like, so like satisfied. Yeah. And it just like that scene ends with just like there's no way out of here. And I think I think he says something like there's one way out or just so she asks him what or the one woman asks him like what good is that going to do? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and he just puts it in his mouth and fucking blows his brains out. Uh-huh. <laughs> um let's see. Something I noticed so we cut out and we have like uh the the group, the squad. Squad's word I was looking looking for. <laughs> I'm like losing my entire vocabulary right now. But we see the squad that like Jean and Kanye are a part of. They're all hanging out and they're like, what do we do? We're out of fuel. Um, and something I noticed at this point is over the course of the last three episodes, this like fun little animation thing has been happening where the sky has slowly been becoming more overcast and more overcast. Yeah. And while that happens, just like in, as it would in real life, the colors are becoming less saturated and less less saturated as things get more like dire and like mm-hmm. the outlook is looking more grim. Uh, I really it like that. It actually starts raining, doesn't yeah. it? I don't know if it's raining I at th- this point. I think but so. It's- Not yet. Yeah. It does eventually. Um, but it's it's that's just such a detail to include. And we get this moment where like a bunch of different characters are kind of trying to be like, come on guys, we got this. We just got to storm the... The storehouses, the HQ, kill those titans, we'll get in, get our fuel, and we'll just jump over the wall. Like, the evacuation is complete, everyone's through, we just gotta get back over the wall, and, like, we'll be okay. But no one's really responding to it. Like, I think Sasha tries, and I think one other person might try, but it's just, like, nothing's getting through to these, uh, these, like, new soldiers who are just, like, completely fucking, like, nonplussed by the fact that all of their friends have are just getting killed around them. And not even just killed, they're like died in such a brutal way. Mm-hmm. Everyone's fucked. Everyone's triggered. But so this is the scene actually. Um this is coming up. I think you referenced it a little bit early, Chris, where you're talking about where Armin goes through each of the uh fucking oh, soldiers in the squad and announces that they're yeah. all dead. Yeah. Yeah, because I think this is when Mikasa shows oh, up, true. and then she wants to know what happens, and that's what leads to this scene. And she got it. She's like suspending her belief, kind of. She's just like looking at him. This this is the scene where Armin's going through, or after that, you think Mikasa's freaking out, but she's just so calm and collected. But there's mm-hmm. something artistically that I thought was so cool. They take the light away from her eyes. Her eyes are all like solid color shadow. Yeah. Um, I, I notice. did notice that, but I didn't put into words. I'm gonna have to rewatch that because that's really fucking dope. It's really apparent when, like, later on, when she's like on her knees and she's basically given up. There's no light in her eyes. It's just little black circles. Oh, fuck! How did I not notice? I, that? I noticed it because I'm like, why does she look different? And then you realize it's because oh, okay. she's lost so hard. Yeah. Um, but Mikasa like stands up, gives her little speech about how everybody here sucks and she's the yeah. best uh fighter on the entire planet Earth. And as far as she's concerned, everyone else is pigs that don't even know how to walk. Yeah. Um and she's like, I'm gonna go yeah. take th- I'm gonna go take that headquarters bag. You all can keep pussyfooting around here if you want, because you'll probably just slow me down anyway. Um and then she takes off and everyone's like, Huh. All right. 
Um, John actually. And John finally gets some good John shit. He steps up and he is like, well, I'm going with her. We were trained not to leave our comrades behind or some shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Like he yeah. takes this leadership position and um, yeah, what I think this is interesting because like, like I said earlier, we see Sasha trying to get everyone like together and to like go fight. But she's Sasha. But Sasha was just, well, I mean, I think she was just kind of being like, she was like just saying nice words, but M- Mikasa like was full of confidence in herself. And I think it's interesting that like the confidence is what won people over in opposed to like just nice words, you yeah. know? Yeah, Sasha's more like cheerleading. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so they all just take off. They're like, okay, we're going to go do this. We're going to go take this thing back. Um, Mikasa's just blasting her way through, using up all of her fuel, which Armin notices. Um, I think she kills a Titan or two, right, on yeah. the way over. Yeah, she's like blasting through Titans too. Um, but the reason she's been going so fast is because she's just blasting through her fuel. She runs out, uh, falls into a building, falls onto the ground. Um, Armin and Connie break off from the group and are like, John, you're in charge. We got to go, like, no man left behind. We're going to go get her. Well, I mean, Armin's like, I'm going to go get Mikasa. And then Connie's like, I'm going to go get Armin. Um, Yes. And then, yeah. So John is left in charge and they keep going. Uh, They land on a building for a second. Like people start getting eaten and John has like this introspective thing of like, oh my God, why was I left in charge? Why am I not jumping down there to save them? Um, Because it is kind of a situation we get like these, are these named characters? I'm really bad with the side characters. I don't know if these ones are named. I just know that there's like someone getting eaten and then two people are like, I'll save you. And yeah. John's like, don't you fucking idiots. And they yeah. still go and get munched. Which is another, it's yep. a lesson taught by Isayama. He's trying to teach like the audience slash the characters that when you blindly go like, I'll save you, you die. Mm-hmm. Run out of gas, you die. But I do think this is like, this is like a really good like moral quandary for John because it is like, out of all the situations we've seen so far, this is one where like the Titans have their backs to the people who are up on the building. And it does kind of seem like they could easily just jump down there as a group and like try to take them out. They're running but out. John doesn't make the call, which is probably the right choice, right? Because they're running out of fuel. Um, but like he is kind of scarred by that. And you can see that very clearly. Um, we cut down to Mikasa, who's on the ground. Um, she's like, holy shit, Aaron's dead. I have no reason to live. <laughs> um, so sh- this Titan comes around the corner and is like coming for her. Like all smiling. And it goes to, s- yeah, she's Big on her belly. knees. She's given up. Uh, she's like, I'm just going to let this Titan get me. Death sounds nice right now. The Titan reaches for her and she jumps out of the way. Reaches for her again. She jumps out of the you way see again. The cell, it flashes and- to like, there's like a pomegranate on the ground or some shit. <laughs> yeah, what the, what is that? I it's, didn't know the first time I watched it. It's supposed to be, I didn't know this time. It's supposed to be like you think of like life cells because it flashes to that one shot of like a cell with like a heart bump bump. Yeah. I mean, I got that, but yeah, what no, physically honestly, is lying I, on the ground? It's a pomegranate. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a pomegranate. Yeah. I did a little bit of Googling because I still really didn't get it. Apparently, pomegranates are symbolic of life, fertility, and power. So. Sure. That sounds like it. Sounds right. 
I love a good pomegranate. Because of all the seeds they have. That's why it's really associated with Okay. Life. I kind of get it. Seed. Something inside of Mikasa is just making it so she cannot die. She cannot give up. Like, she physically cannot, no matter, like, how much she wants to, uh, just lay back and die. And then, I don't know, does someone... Chris, you take over. You're good at, you're good at telling stories. Fuck, no, I'm not, but okay. And this is a big moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's, like, hurled... She's, like, she's, like, a puppet, and she's kind of being, like, hurled around, and she's, like, why am I dodging? It is very puppety, yeah. yeah. Like, why am I, why am I doing it? And then a bitch, then another fucking Titan comes stepping around and joins the fray. And she's just like still bobbing mm-hmm. and weaving. And then that Titan just goes big roar and then fucking decks the other Titan. Boom! Big punch straight to the face. The fucking what? head goes flying yeah, off and smashes into a clock tower. Sick as hell. <laughs> Before we get too far into that moment, I think we should back up a little bit about how, once again, subverting expectations. Like, there's this huge buildup of Mikasa still building up inspiration and being like, we could, we're gonna, I can do this, I can win, I can fight, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And you think oh, Mikasa's yeah, yeah. gonna do something. She screams, and then out of nowhere, this other Titan, that's yeah, when they yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. hit the Titan. Uh, so good, so out of left field. Uh, like, what the fuck is happening here? Um, and Armin, I think Armin shows up at this point, right? And like, yeah, swoops he her up onto her. the roofs. Uh, him and Connie, they get up on the roof. They're like, we got to get out of here right now. There's a Titan right there. And Mikasa's like, no, it's different. Like, I swear to God, it just punched another Titan. He finishes it off at that point, yeah. right? Yes. And so this is another thing that fucking knocks over a titan and they watch it step on its nape and then i think armin's the one that says that he's like that titan knew to finish it off that titan knew its weak spot just like the colossal titan there's something weirdly intelligent about this one um and connie's like i don't give a shit uh (laughs) let's go he's like it's an abnormal it's just an abnormal write it off they're all happening all the time but like we as the viewer know that's not true we have never seen Titan on yeah. Titan fighting. Another mm-hmm. thing, uh, before Mikasa gets quite scooped up, she's like taking note and doing like what anime always does. Just like she's just fucking staring at it and like talking. She's like, he's screaming, but with like the rage of all of humanity. Yeah. Yep. And then so they dip out of there and they're going to head to the HQ, right? Go get some gas. Ben's got a look. I don't know what it means. He's what? twirling his oh, mustache. Oh, he's just twisting his mustache. You like my mustache? <laughs> I do. It's very <laughs> impressive. Um, but we get Anyways. kind of like the first bit of like big Armin's, like strategist Armin here. Where yes, this is, this is one of the most integral things about Armin's character. He's a tactician. Mm-hmm. He's like, he swaps out his gas for Mikasa's gas, so she has gas because he knows that she's going to be much more useful than him. Gives her his blades too. I'm assuming. I don't think we like physically see he says that, it but and gives it to her. He's yeah. like, yes. "You've got fresh stocked blades." Yeah. Yeah. Anything else I'm missing? I kind of forget how this episode ends. And when he gives her the blades, he's like, "Let me keep this one. I don't yeah. want to be eaten by a titan." And then Mikasa fucking throws it <laughs> yeah. over the edge, and Armin's just Which, so sad in this moment. Honest. She's like, "I'm not letting you die." I get the symbolism, but that is a dick move. <laughs> that is yes. such a dick move. Because she is leaving him there. Like, yeah. 
But yeah, Armin's just got puppy dog eyes watching the knife fall down to the no. ground. I was going to use that. Wait, but seriously, how does this episode end? Because I don't remember. Um, I don't know. It's right around there. I feel like this is, can none of us remember the moment this episode ends I don't ends remember on? what it ends on. I, it probably doesn't have a great cliffhanger then. I think they're just like, let's go. I think it's just like they're determining that they're going to go to HQ. I don't think it goes yeah. much farther. If you than give that, me two right? seconds, I can um, pull it up. I'm pulling it up right now. Okay. Uh, in the meantime, but like, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. Like, we talked about this episode probably like a fifth of the amount of time we talked about the other two. I'm going to give this one a Wall Maria. It's like a two. Obviously, it's good. Every episode of the show is good, but it's just not a ton happens. We don't get a ton of character development. Not a lot plot-wise happens. We do have the new Crazy Titan showing up, which is fun, but I think otherwise, it's just kind of a pretty basic episode. Uh, So it does. it ends on... Mikasa gets the blades and shit and she smacks Armin and she's like, no, you fucker, dumb idiot. Fucking dumb titty, dumb ass Armin. And then yeah. uh, she's like, what did I... I saw s-? that quote on the Wikipedia yeah. page. <laughs> she's like, what did I see back there? And she's thinking about that Titan. And, and then she's like, that scream mm-hmm. he made, the fucking humanity's all oh, humanity's anger. Yeah, then she has... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's how it ends. Uh, what are your ratings, guys? Uh, what are your ratings? I would give this one a trust. And okay. I think there's a lot of plus side with this one coming from it. There's just a lot of really cool artistic decisions that are done in this episode that I think really boost its rating. I would me. give it a Stohes district. A 4.5? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chris is just fucking making shit up. At that's this that's point. literally a district that's not made up. That that is the that's the southern district of Wall Street. I know, no, I know it exists. <laughs> He's just messing with my rating system. Okay, uh, we're going to cut to spoilers now. So if you are watching along for the first time, uh, please make like Brian and get the heck out of here. Next week we are going to be watching uh, episodes eight, nine, and ten. Uh, so get those under your arm for next Army. week, uh, and we will see you then. Now turn this shit off if you've watched the show before. Let's talk about some cool shit. All right, those fucking losers gone. Be, be, because I, I forgot about this last week. I like to mention that it, when we say spoilers, we mean till the end of season three is fair game. And yes, we won't talk about the manga. We won't talk about uh, anything we might know about season four, because I'm assuming we're going to start getting bits of information here and there. So we won't talk about any of that. Um, yeah. We'll save that for our episode four watch. But all right, what'd you guys notice? What's some cool Easter eggs you guys noticed? I didn't notice a ton in episode five. There is one very cool thing I noticed. Um, me either. I only have so many spoiler notes for these episodes. There's just like moments here and there. Yeah, um, I'm wondering if you guys got this too, um, because it's the big one I noticed, which is when Aaron is in the mouth of the Titan, he's got the blood going down his eyes, uh, which looks exactly like like the scars that are left behind after he comes out of uh, Titan form. Uh, I didn't note that, but you are right that that is a very nice foreshadowing moment. I noticed something. <laughs> yeah, I didn't notice that. That's neat. Honestly, it was the end of the episode. I was like, damn, I got to write fucking some spoiler shit down. And then I saw that. Like, I was kind of like hyper paying attention at that point, which is why I noticed it. But it really is like the exact same mark. Uh, what do you guys pick out? In the same episode, there is one little line I noticed um, that will not get explained for a while. In the flashback with Armin and Aaron, where he's showing him the book, 
Armin says, oh. my parents say we're going to go outside the wall. So yeah. we won't see. I don't even know when it, if it's ever really explicitly explained. It's not. No, we just see that in, one shot. In season three, the military police guy, I think, or the fucking, I think that's who it is. Yeah, is like talking about certain like parts of what the military police does and like rounding up people interested in the outside of the wall. One thing he says is a couple that like tried to fly over the walls and it shows mm-hmm. this like blonde haired couple in a hot air balloon. And that's yeah. what Armin's talking about. Armin's parents are the couple that tried to go over the walls in a hot air balloon. Yeah, that's tight. That's uh, Let's go on to episode uh, six. Cause I, there was a couple things I noticed here, but again, not huge things. Um, the one I have is, it's not even, it's not even a fucking thing. It's just, um, I found it funny that Ymir made a little marriage quip to, uh, Historia. You want to know what I wrote down for that? I have in this, my spoiler section of the notes, quote, what good friends (laughs) are. <laughs> because that's like one of my that's another one of my my favorite memes in like attack yeah. and fighting communities is the typical like dismissing of the lesbian relationship. Yeah. <laughs> They're just really good friends. <laughs> uh, uh, that's all I have. That's literally all I have. Do uh, um, we see a lot of dancing around with Mikasa in her flashback that like? This is why I kind of made a brief mention of when you see things in Attack on Titan animated, they're intentional. Ackermans are special. We know that. Yeah. Like, Mikasa is... Ackermans are practically superhumans. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's fair, honestly, to say they are superhumans. And we get hints of that as the series goes on. And these moments of, like we were talking about, Mikasa breaks the knife. She breaks the floorboard. Like, I think that's meant to be taken literally. Right. It looks like embellishments. It's not just anime transformations. It feels like embellishments. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But it actually has a meaning. Yeah, that's cool. Episode 7, I think, has a lot. There. Yeah, I have some for episode 7. I don't have anything else for episode 6, I think. So my biggest thing I want to talk about with episode seven, I mean, first of all, I'm actually kind of glad that uh, Brian didn't watch episode seven. I was actually going to say the same thing. Yeah. Because like to end on Aaron getting eaten and then Mikasa being like, I'm going to yeah. be great because <laughs> Aaron's alive. Nice. Like that, 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 that honestly works out better. And then we'll get his episode seven thoughts beginning of next episode. And then also, I don't remember if I just knew that Aaron turned into a Titan or if I just like put it together, but I feel like when that Titan shows up, yes. I kind of like it figured looks out, like Aaron. It Aaron. It's, it's yeah. got green eyes, oh. I think. Yeah. Or like the same it's color. Got the, eyes. Hair. the scream. Yes. The scream that that Titan makes. It, it yes. this it's so different than any other time because uh, obviously watching the show past this like arc, you hear Aaron scream like every five minutes. It sounds so weird. Yeah. It's so uh, it's like it doesn't sound titany it sounds very human yeah. i almost i almost feel like they make it too obvious with mikasa's line the scream of all of humanity yeah. or whatever yeah 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 which is, that's why i'm glad brian uh, didn't get to this and episode, also but- mikasa's saying like oh uh, why am i still fighting aaron's dead and then you see that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aaron's dead. How like do I care? Yeah. Aaron's dead. But I, so there is no way I would have remembered this line from my first viewing, the manifestation of human rage, humanity's rage thing. But in the episode before, uh, when Aaron was like killing the people, I literally wrote down in my notes, um, some, sh- I wrote, uh, 
Aaron is the literal manifestation of um, of humanity and justice, which is like basically the same yeah. thing. So they like, yeah, they Aaron did good. Aaron has a very um, strong. The biggest will. thing. Yeah, the biggest thing I want to talk about in this episode because I think it's so fucking interesting. We didn't talk about it in the non-spoiler zone, but there's a little scene with Rainer and Bertolt. Yeah. Oh my god. And the fucking watching that knowing everything is insane. Like um Rainer and Bertolt have this line where they're like uh Rainer, do we move out? And It's actually Annie and Bert or Annie yeah, right, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and Marco is just like, I don't know, man. I'm kind of scared. And the camera cuts over, and the three of them kind of have like this like surprised look that Marco is there. Oh, wow. Yeah, I actually have the exact line from the sub written down. Yeah, hit it. And it's uh Annie asks Reiner, what should we do? And then Reiner says, Nothing yet. If we do it, we do it all together. Yes, yes. Oh like, my god, yes. That context now, it's like, they're not speaking about the uh-huh. group of the recruits. They're talking about, they're the female Titan, Colossal Titan, and Armored oh, Titan. Yeah. And then fucking Marco, Marco looks like, Marco says this thing and they look so surprised that he's there because they're not yeah. fucking talking about, they think they've been made. Uh. They're going to, they're going to kill Marco in a few episodes. Oh my God, too. dude. That's like tying that, the fact that Marco's with them there. And then Marco's going to die in a few episodes because he's with oh, them in a few episodes. That shit's so yeah, tight, dude. I'm so excited for that. I was losing my mind at that part because I was just like, wow. <laughs> just wow. Um, the other thing, the only other thing I have written down is I just, it's like a little moment, but I like that the attack titan kind of appears very nonchalantly. Like it just kind of shows, he just kind of shows up in the background. Like they don't have make a big stink yeah. of his entrance. Um, which they don't make it obvious that he's special yet. Yeah. Like it's not like, like dramatic music and he's like mm-hmm. running around. Like f- compare it to the Armored Titans reveal for, or, right. Yeah. The Armored Titans dramatic. reveal where it like changes music. It shows him coming around the corner, mm-hmm. pan up from his feet. It's yeah. fucking centered on the screen. This is literally just like, Mikasa's in the foreground, and in the yes. background, you kind of see the attack titan, like, in the back. Like, rewatching, yeah. you know it's Aaron, and you're like, oh, there he is. Mm-hmm. But it's funny to just see him for the first time like that. Um, but also kind of cool. And then we also get, like, I never really realized that we hear Aaron's, like, titan scream from this point. Like, I didn't realize that that was a thing that happened right off the bat. Uh, but you do hear that scream. Uh, it's kind of weird too because we don't really hear Titan scream up to this point. Yeah, and then he like starts yelling at the other Titan and it yells yeah. back. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. When he's like talking to it, basically, <laughs> he's like squawking at it. I felt like I was watching the first twenty twenty presidential debate. Yeah, true. <laughs> also, Aaron's Politics. form, how he gets into the like the fist fist. Oh, the little fighting stance. Yes, that's yeah. another. That's a little moment that you know this Titan isn't just the bumbling idiot. Like mm-hmm. he just like puts his fist up and he's, he's right. Our bumbling yeah. idiot. Uh, anything else guys? No, I think that covers spoilers. There's not too much in these few episodes that no. I thought of spoiler content wise. Hey, thank you all for listening to tea time with Titans and attack on Titan rewatch podcast. Next week, we're going to be watching episodes eight, nine and 10. So get those under your belt uh even if you're re-watching i i would say this conversation is a bit more fun if you've also freshly watched the episodes um once again 
Don't really have an outro planned. I will say this. Uh, our guest today, Chris Rowe, is on the Ravnik Avengers podcast with me and Ben. Um, so if you like... Oh, fuck. Wait. Am I thinking of the wrong guy? Uh, maybe. Is Chris yeah. are you there? Are you on that podcast? Chris, are you on Ravnik Avengers 2 Disco oh, of the Soul? fuck yeah, I am. I am Chuggles the Motherborn. <laughs> I do all these magic things, and I am... Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I plugged that in the last uh, two episodes. Yeah, we are also doing a, a real play D&D podcast. We're in season two of it. Uh, it's in the Magic the Gathering world of Ravnica. Um, and it's about fun guys running through the city trying to find a bunch of missing pieces of a powerful sorcerer's and soul. And we are just a bunch uh, of fucking dickheads. So, yeah, they're just assholes. <laughs> we mess around a lot and it's pretty entertaining, I'd say. We don't. We don't accomplish anything most. Episodes. <laughs> <Yeah>. No. <laughs> I, in fact, I think we just had our first episode, which is episode nine, where something was yeah. accomplished. <laughs> um, also, check out Frankly I Love Movies, which is a movie review podcast. We are just starting uh, our new mini series on holiday movies. This uh, or next week? No, this oh, week. This week. That was supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. I sent them some of the promo pictures we were taking um, for the new season, but uh, I'm on the ne- I'm on the next episode. So you can listen to me and Josh shooting the shit about one of my favorite Halloween movies, Murder Party. Uh, and that's all I have to say. Don't really have an intro planned. Uh, I love this show. I love tea. Uh, frankly, I love anime. And uh, see y'all next week. And scene. <laughs> <laughs>